Hello, my friends. This is Andy Hetty coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. And the microphones are back. <laughs> it's a production of ResurrectMinistry.com, harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel every corner of the earth. We would love for you to check out the website, peruse our content, books, worship bands, pastors you may want to listen to. Uh, if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them. And if you care to drop us a line, we'd love to read your comments, get prayer requests, receive prayers from you, whatever is on your heart. We'd love to hear about it. And if this ministry blesses you in any way, please feel free to click the donate now button. And most importantly, for the social medias out there, please <laughs> subscribe, share, forward, Hit the like button. Simple things like that um, are a blessing to us. So happy to see you adopted my uh, social medias. Yeah. Because there's more than, if I was just talking about Facebook, it would be social media. But social media is the plural of mm. social media platforms. I don't think that's proper. Media is plural. <laughs> okay. It's inherently plural. It oh. doesn't need an S to be plural. But I adopted it because I love you. Oh, thank you. Mm. You're the best. And uh, make sure and comment as we are going through this devotional today, if you're watching live, especially so we can see what you're thinking about the devotional, about our comments. Uh, maybe you have a different um, uh, view of things, and that's fantastic. We love um, uh, another view of what it is that we're uh, reading. And uh, if you have any prayer requests, make sure and do that. Uh, we um, want to make sure that we... Have the touch-up appearance on. Apparently, <laughs> it's it's really distracting when you when I when you someone plays with a mouse while you're talking, isn't it? No, you you were so totally no, distracted. I was not because I needed to go to the next screen, yes. and you had control of the mouse. <laughs> but it's still distracting. <laughs> Make sure and check out our sponsors. Lifewise being one of those. Go to livelifewise.tv. They have great supplements like this one right here. This one is called I forgot already. Shield. Shield is um, to help you with uh, boost your immunity, and it's just a little stamp. Oops, I should have opened it. It's a little stamp. You take the stamp out, and you put it on your tongue, and it dissolves. And, and it sticks to your roof of your mouth sometimes. Yeah, but it but it, it melts, and you Eventually. can feel it going to work. You can feel it going into those uh, areas uh, of your mouth where your uh, receptors are. I've never tried Shield. Is that the one that's turmeric? I don't know. It tastes like grape, but uh, I'm sure. Oh, it's in Revesterol. There. Oh, yeah, sure. That. How do you say that again? Revestral. <laughs> so go to LifeWise, uh, livelifewise.tv to check out some of those um, uh, supplements. They are amazing. Uh, if you want to go live and broadcast on your own on the social medias, you're going to want to use StreamYard. Go to getstreamyardnow.com. It's easy to use. And there's a free version that you can practice with until you get ready to add some bells and whistles. Today's scripture that you're going to find on in your uh, Bible and to be prepared for when we get there is 2 Samuel 22, 47 through 51. Uh, today, as usual, we are reading from Tozier for the Christian Leader. That's A.W. Tozier, of course. And it's January 22nd. Wow. You know, it's just been several days since we've been on. It's all you, your fault. I, I, I said it before you because you were going <laughs> to blame it on me. So I just wanted to get it out there. And he's been super lazy. He's just been oh, like, ah, I don't want to oh, do it. No, wait, wait then, to... two days from now. Not wait. now. Not now. I I can't. It's just too much work to make the graphic. And, okay. you know, 
wait till you hear about the trouble she got us into at Calvary Chapel, East Anaheim. True, you, true story. <laughs> I'm going to get you back. True story. Oh my gosh, there's, uh, you know, uh, life uh, just happened. Just, yeah, and it we did. just could not, we could not get on. We couldn't um, get it together. <laughs> <laughs> including Zara's birthday uh, celebration yesterday. Yes, we had so we least. had a birthday celebration. But I don't I don't understand what happened last week though. Where were we last week? Um, we other than Tuesdays and Wednesdays, we know that's always chaos. Your, your but, mom's. Oh, and then we went to but an my event. My mom was in until Saturday. What happened Monday through Friday? Friday we had the uh, Herman Mann or John Mann. Oh, or that was Thursday. Terrence Mann the Terrence Mann Foundation in downtown LA. That was Thursday. Yes. So Friday, Friday, we were at Mariama's. We were at Mariama's church. We were at a home church. Okay. See, so we had some plausible excuse. And all of those were your events. <laughs> I, you drug me along. And I was going, no, but we have to do a devotional. And you go, no, you're my driver. <laughs> and I had to drive you. All right. Back to the devotional. Enough about us. Yes. Uh, January 22nd uh, is entitled, Be Thou Exalted. Be thou exalted, Lord. Exalted's an interesting word where I, I was finding out. Yeah. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that in just one second. Okay. Uh, the reference for uh, Tozier is 2 Samuel twenty two forty seven that says, The Lord liveth and blessed by my rock and exalted. <laughs> oh, sorry. And blessed be my rock. <laughs> it's going to be by my rock, too, because he is our rock. Is he not? <laughs> Jesus is my rock. Okay, Schnugs. Is this how this show is going to be? Are, are the are the are are, the are the people watching going to have to put up with this all night long? I'm going to try not to. Okay, let me try this again. <laughs> the Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. Oh God, be thou exalted over my possessions. Nothing of earth's treasures shall seem dear unto me if only thou art glorified in my life. Be thou exalted over my friendships. I am determined that thou shalt be all above all, though I must stand deserted and alone in the midst of the earth. Be thou exalted of but above my comforts, though it mean though it mean the loss of bodily comforts and the carrying of heavy crosses. I shall keep my vow made this day before thee. Be thou exalted over my reputation. Make me ambitious to please thee, even if as a result I must sink into obscurity and my name be forgotten as a dream. Rise, O Lord, into thy proper place of honor, above my ambitions, above my likes and dislikes, above my family, my health, and even my life itself. Let me seek that thou mayest rise above. Ride forth upon me as thou did ride into Jerusalem, mounted upon the humble little beast, a colt and foal of an ass. And let me hear the children cry to thee, Hosanna in the highest. Amen. Be thou exalted in my life, Lord. Amen. Ride forth upon me as thou did ride into Jerusalem. Ride forth upon me. So Not I'm right on me as, as I'm the ass? No, we ride forth upon me. We're asking the Lord to ride upon us. Yeah, we are the ass. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but... The <laughs> 
So what else? Is that a surprise? No. Um, but I am mesmerized by this concept today. Um, long story, but we are leading the community group, as you heard, for East Anaheim. And so we got the teaching uh, last week. And so I was listening to Pastor Josh and his exegesis about uh, John 15, I am the vine. Mm. And we, though we've heard it a thousand times, it struck me probably, it just, just struck me in a new way to hear that. And again, that's what this is re reminding me of, is that we're not asking for Jesus to be with us as in next to us or the Holy Spirit in us working through us us as if we are the doer and they are the propeller. What we're really asking for is it to be from him, from the Holy Spirit, from Jesus. So in other words, whatever is put forward, whatever fruit we bear is not with their help. It is actually theirs. It is actually from him. Does that make sense? Yes. And I just, I just, it struck me in a new way today that what I'm really asking for, and it, it brought me also to John 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. He was with God in the beginning, and through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that was made. All things were made. So then literally everything that's produced out of our lives should emanate from him. And it's kind of a, it adds a new layer to how we could pray and ask for things is that um, the revival we seek, we, revival is basically the resurrection. Jesus says he is the resurrection. We want revival in our lives. We basically want to reflect Christ, that everything in us emanate from him. I hear you. Does that make sense? Yep. That's what I got. That's where I'm at right now. Ride forth upon me, Lord. Yeah, I mean, I think as I was a Christian in name only, um, I think that was one of the biggest hurdles that I had because at the time I was so busy trying to be the producer of everything and lay claim to everything right lay claim to my house is thanks to me that we had a house <laughs> that my car thanks to me i had a car uh, right and what have you I mean, I mean of course you can go on and on about food and shelter and uh, well i already said that but uh, clothing and every other good thing we have in life right but since then since being born again a few years ago, it has become very clear that everything is from him. Amen. And, and, and we are lucky enough that we have the, the ears uh, to hear now, but we're lucky enough to just be um, able to submit that, to be able to submit to God and say that uh, we're so thankful for all we have, that it, only through his grace do we have the life that we have with our children. And, and uh, even if we don't have this house, even if we don't have the monetary things that, uh, you know, make us so comfortable and so blessed, 
that we would still be blessed. <laughs> Amen. Um, but I, but that's new for me because up in, up until recently, it was all because of me. Yes. <laughs> well, do, are were you as willing to take ownership of the failures too, or, no. or were they those were somebody else's fault? Right. <laughs> no. See that there's the thing. Is it's, it's so it's God, so like, hypocritical, oh, isn't it? All the good believe. is me, and yeah. all the bad is somebody else. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. Living in the flesh. <laughs> Not something. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. Should we uh, try to catch up with uh, the folks here? We got a lot of comments. Are you Are you doing it or? No, you're doing. You're doing it. I'm not uh, doing okay. It. Well, I mean, a lot of them are people saying hi to everybody yeah, else. We, we can... So we're happy to see Carrie online and Dr. K. Thank you for the reminder. She missed our fellowship. Oh, um, thank you. Carrie said the same. Hey, Cindy. Cindy's here too. Um. Dr. K likes the microphones. Very long story about us and the microphones. See, I think Dr. they're professional K. too. I mean, part of it for me is the look. Not, a, I'm not a big fan, but we're not going to go there. We're not. We're going to talk a little bit about our woes, but yeah. yeah. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, your mic's too low. And Dr. Kate says, "I would laugh if Andy busted out coughing right now." <laughs> okay. Hi. Uh, and too low. Hi, Yvonne. Good evening. Good evening, she everybody. Named everybody, look at that. Yeah. And then Yvonne says, "Hey, get back on task, will you? That must be you <laughs> meandering off the road." I don't think that was me. Cool question, Doctor K says. Is this a prayer and a prophecy of Palm Sunday? We shall explore that further. Hi, Peggy. Oh, she says also, "Amen." Um, Carrie says, without the spirit doing it, I may never even get started in the morning. I thank God all day. Amen. Yep, for sure. And Yvonne says, reflecting Jesus in my life and through my life. What about mm. from your life? I was going to say that the prepositions matter. And the preposition from is a new thought to me. <laughs> in and through, I'm used to praying every day. Oh, Lord, you know, let me see what you're going to do in and through us. I pray it all the time. But from him, to me, is a new way of looking at it. And Carrie says, blessed but lucky. Blessed, not lucky. Yvonne says, definitely sounds prophetic of Palm Sunday, Dr. K. So we won vote yes. And then uh, Dr. K says, very hard for some people to understand. And I think especially for hardworking traditional men. Yes. Peggy says, every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. Yes. Amen. So true, Hedia, like a small child blaming the cup when it's knocked off the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so good at that. We're so good at that when, the, when we're in the flesh, aren't we? Yeah. So right. should we go to the yeah. scripture? Yes. Okay. So we're going from 47. Uh, sorry, I was going to start a little bit earlier just because um, it's just such. It's, first of all, I don't know how many of you remembered suddenly in 2 Samuel 22, there's a psalm from David in there, but I thought that was kind of cool. So the whole thing, 22, is a psalm of David. And there's some controversy over where it is chronologically. If this is suddenly misplaced chron chronologically, if it happens after Saul dies, is it happen at the end of his reign or is it at the beginning of his reign? So there's apparently some controversy about that. 
Starting at 47, the Lord lives, blessed be my rock. Let God be exalted, the rock of my salvation. It is God who avenges me and subdues the people under me. He delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up above those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. He is the tower of salvation to his king and shows mercy to his anointed, to David and his descendants forevermore. Amen. Amen. So oftentimes, and I don't know if this makes sense to other people, but to me, when I read about enemies, whenever I read the Psalms of David, I don't know if I, I think I mentioned this a long, a long time ago, but I think it's worth repeating. When I read about David in the Psalms and speaking of enemies, what I get inspired to read about for myself, and I guess this depends on how many enemies you have in this world, but I interpret those enemies as the enemies of my flesh. So when I hear about God is God who avenges and subdues the people under me, delivers me from my enemies. It is God who delivers me from the enemies of um, the spiritual world and within me, envy, greed, lust, desire, um, all of those um, fleshly sins that cause that weigh me down that are my enemy. Um, when I sing these song, these psalms to myself, when I read them, it makes me remember that that it's it's the Lord's strength working through me to eliminate those enemies because hmm. they are the ferocious enemies in my life. Wow. Does that yeah. resonate at all? Yeah, because you're – I'm not sure if this connection is going to be made clear or not, but because I, I'm also thinking in my head about what it is I'm reading and what's being you – know, I guess that's coming to my mind right. – is um, when – this is a dog training analogy. Okay. Do I, do I have permission? Of course. Okay. So uh, one of the most important things that I teach, uh, not only police dog handlers, but anybody that is working with a dog or even as a dog as a pet, is that the most important thing you can do is help your dog understand that everything comes through you. Right. That everything belongs. The food belongs to you, the water that you give the dog, to the bedding, to the toy, to uh, sleeping on the couch or the bed is only comes with permission and can be taken away. Mm. And, and you need to be okay with that, the, telling the dog. Oh. Um, and with that will also come uh, strength. Now, this is going to may sound strange, but when you're talking about enemies, is that quite often when you get an aggressive dog, it's because the dog fears other dogs or other people that are approaching as you're on your walk. Okay. Skateboarders, little kids on bicycles that a dog can fear all those things. How you give the dog strength and take away those fears is for him to have uh, a belief in you, is that you are the protector, that you are the leader, and that you are always in charge. And that relieves the dog from feeling that he has to be a protector, that he has to be in charge. Mm, it relieves him of that analogy. responsibility. And so when you set up your life with your dog in that way that the dog understands that everything comes through you even his strength 
his ability to overcome fear comes through you. Yes. Your relationship with your dog and your ability to go on walks, your ability to go to a dog park, your ability to go to Home Depot with your dog all becomes much easier because the dog doesn't have to worry because you are in charge and he's handed it all over to you. Right. And so that is um, the example, I think, that helps me understand that that's the same thing with God <laughs> is that, I, I, you know what? I trust you. I trust that you have this. I trust that, you know, I have nothing without you. Amen. And uh, it, it gets like me that. through it, all the difficulties that can come through life. Absolutely. Yeah. I think all of our dog lovers out there would totally appreciate that. <laughs> Good. I mean, I wonder to what extent those of you who have dogs even know that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that something you would know about the mentality you're trying to instill in your dog if you're just a regular pet owner? If they go through Falco Canine Academy, they know. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I mean, I there's, and there's one more example, and I know that sometimes this kind of gets goes a little too far, but um, I've told this story before. There was a dog in Indio Police Department that when I took over the training, the dog was extremely fearful and would scream when we would give the announcement to send the dog into the building. The dog would let out this like this scream. The dog would go in, but it was like the hair was all standing up. You could tell the dog was like, I'm going in, but I don't want to. I'm kind of scared. So that was with a handler. Uh, At some point, and it is a longer story, but I I determined that the handler is a problem. We could either get rid of the dog and bring a new dog for this handler, or I go, but I, but I'm telling you, I don't care what dog you give this handler. It's not going to work out. And right. so, and so they said, okay, we trust you. And they got rid of the handler. They brought in a new handler with the same dog. I was able to teach the dog, the principles I just gave. Right. Screaming stopped. The dog well, began are you to teaching be the principles to the dog or to the, to to the handler. handler? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How I go, this is what you need to do. This dog, you need to love this dog. You need to respect this dog. But the dog also needs to understand his strength comes through you. And this is how we're going to do it. And I laid out exactly what I told you about. And the dog was on all kinds of medications with the other handler. All kinds of medications, like 10 different medications. This is a true, yeah, this is an amazing story. And the dog, we were able to get the dog off all the medications. Wow. You know, he stopped having diarrhea all the time. And it, and it had normal stomach. And it's everything difficult. changed in this dog. Stressed His hair out. stopped falling out. He stopped having hot spots. Okay, wait a minute. Was the handler beating him? There might have been a little bit. But, I mean, you could be abusive through your actions and your voice and your lack of love. Um, not allowing the dog, not giving the dog the opportunity to respect you. The dog instead feared him. Not in the way that we fear God, but in the way you actually, I'm afraid of you. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't trust you. And so we just that simple change and, and bringing in a, 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 somebody who could deliver that, you, you see a total change in that dog. And so when you are a, a human in this world and you don't have that kind of leadership, you have stress, yeah. right? you have anxiety, Dr. you're unhealthy, example. you become a believer in God and all your life changes. Look at Dr. Cases. What's she say? She says, Andy, oh. your analogy is similar with infants and toddlers. Oh, Right. Children feel safe with boundaries and parents who are pushovers have poor development of confidence and trust in their children. Mm, yeah. So true. That's what you say. And it's so counterintuitive. You think being a disciplinarian or over controlling oh. of your kids when they're young is bad, but it's not. It's for the exact same reason. The boundaries um, show love yep. and security and safety and, um, Great analogies to our relationship with God. 
Yeah. No, I mean, thank you. <laughs> Yvonne says, that's so smart and educational for me as a dog mom. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's... um. Bad handlers ruin good dogs. Yeah, but, it, you know, there's some people that are doing or that are not doing that. They're not providing obedience and, and uh, you know, good obedience training and teaching the dog, you know, proper understanding of who's in charge in the house because they're, they feel sorry for the dog. Quite often, they, people get dogs from the shelter. They go, oh, this dog was probably abused. So I'm just going to give him everything. And you Same know, way we treat our kids. And then all of a sudden, the dog's taken over the house and open the refrigerator and then you want to beat the dog and and throw it out (laughs) and growling at you because you got on on the bed he's taking over your bed right he's like you go well no this is my bed uh but but, uh yeah dogs do much better kids do much better um puja sharma uh doctor says yeah (laughs) poor doggy i believe that poor dog was so stressed do dogs have different personal personalities like people and maybe have bad chemistry with certain handlers yes oh for sure and he's got lots of those stories <laughs> yeah i get those stories. um uh, but yeah. oftentimes it is uh it is the handler's fault right it's not bad dogs they're often bad be, handlers it's also the trainer's fault i mean some and handlers like I, I i i i look at hundreds of cases as you know yes <laughs> oh we had a very funny call just to interrupt that oh thought we had a very funny call of one of the clients who is who who asked can you just watch the video and i explained why you can't just watch the video um and he said well i just want to know if it's one of the dogs he trained and i was like buddy if it's one of the dogs he trained it wouldn't be doing what you just described i didn't say anything though he's like i'm just so curious i'm just wondering if it's one of the dogs he trained i was like uh-uh, no. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Well, unfortunately, handlers are the product of the training that they get. If they have a trainer that says X, Y, Z, uh, then they're just doing what they've been told. Right. Uh, and they not have been they've not started at A. Like they they start like way down the road. Like, no, no, no. You have to set a, a solid foundation first. Why are you skipping all these other steps? Ooh, there's another great analogy also, though, of handlers with God, because some handles are just nasty human beings right yeah. and just nasty, you know and so if you don't if you don't go through the training yourself you know yeah. to become a better human being then yeah. the dog's going to be a reflection of you you being a nasty person another analogy to our relationship with god like you can walk into the church and you could sit in the seat and you could pretend like you bought the fire insurance but if you don't allow god to work in your life you're just taking up space this in is, the church this, this will be the last dog analogy but just the, the, it's so funny you said that because what would end up happening is that the other vendor the other police dog vendor that was my competition that um you get this big like six foot five angry cop sure. who becomes a canine handler so what they do is they find the nastiest dog that could handle being with that guy and it's right. a mess oh it is it makes it worse <laughs> Yeah, so go. should we take that as a good uh, yeah, no. <laughs> lesson for couples? Don't take a nasty guy and introduce it to a nasty girl. You would think they would cancel each other out. No. no? Not always. Sometimes the dog just becomes nastier. Oh. And uncontrollable. They can't get the dog to let go. So it's so interesting. But then they... you bring Jesus into the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus can fix anything. Yep. Any relationship. Uh, dogs and kids. Oh, sorry. I took over. 
Dogs and kids bring out either the best or worst in all of us. So true. And uh, Kevin says, uh, so thus is probably why God teaches us obedience through trials. Yes. Great point. And I suppose with dogs, we understand things of our world, like the skateboards and everything else. Yes. Um, let's get rid of this. There we go. Um, so we had a number of events that we went to over the week. Yes. Now that we're remembering, we should have remembered before we got online, but, um, one of the interesting things that every so often you and I both, you go to Beverly Hills all the time because you visit your mom, but occasionally there's an event that, you know, we go to and it's in the LA area. Right. And uh, so we end up at the Terrence Mann event, which uh, the, uh, he's a basketball player. Yes. And uh, he has this foundation that helps kids in inner cities and things like that. Right. I don't know much more details about it, but the, the thing is we end up in this, the top of the, this building in downtown LA. Yes. With like sports, uh, like athletes, athletes and uh, their girlfriends and their girlfriends and, uh, probably rappers or some people in the entertainment industry. Um, and it's a gambling event. Yes. <laughs> and I just, I wonder what, our role was in this whole thing. Do you have a, an idea? I still can't, I, I can't, I'm trying to figure out because now I look at everything through a, Jesus a, lens. a, a lens of Jesus Christ. Like, yes. Why were we available to go? Cause God made it possible that we could go through availability. We didn't have our kids or did we have our kids? I can't remember. No, no, we didn't have the kids. And I'm, and I just, I, I don't know. Do you think there was, <laughs> There think there was something we were supposed to do while we were there because we didn't stay long. That's that's this is going to be my point. Is we got there and is it that God goes, "Okay, I'm going to put you in the situation where there's craps tables and 21 blackjack tables um the potential. Now the money during this event that, that you gambled was going towards the the foundation. Right. Uh but there was a lot of alcohol there. Right. And uh in in scantily clad people that should not have been scantily clad um do you have a sense of what that was all about in this lens of of god there's two possibilities to me mm. and that um one is we weren't meant to be there at all we just wanted to go and we went <laughs> you know what i mean we made a decision it wasn't yeah. god saying okay. it wasn't god sending us that's occurred to me many times. Uh, the second is that it's cultivating a relationship with our friends, Rod and Laura, mm. that there's something to cultivating that relationship. It's not the venue that matters. It's that relationship. Mm. So Rod is a real estate yes. mogul, so to speak. He deals yes. with multi-million dollar properties. Yes. Um, and his wife and uh, they have two daughters. Beautiful daughters. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I I've been I just thinking about it. Just was wondering. We thought like, that last time too. Yeah, like why? Yeah, <laughs> like why are we, we why were we there? Were we supposed <laughs> to preach to somebody? We asked, I mean, we did well, end up we talking. Did. We did end up talking to a couple of people about our podcast and about yeah. devotion about Jesus. Absolutely. Um, so we did do that. 
Do you think that that did anything for them? I don't know. We may never know. No. We're we're, uh, planting seeds. The two things that occurred to me were the two that I mentioned. Nothing Mm -hmm. else. I didn't get a sense afterwards that that's why we were there to have those conversations. It was either one of these two things. One, it was we weren't supposed to go. We just went. And two, there's something to us cultivating the relationship with Rod and Laura. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> they laid they laid all this fruit out onto onto the table on a tabletop. It was a little weird. I like guess like a, a a big black marble yeah. table that's in the middle of the kitchen. And it wasn't kitchen. a tabletop. It was the granite countertop. Yeah, oh, countertop. Yeah. It was the countertop. It wasn't a table. And they just laid the meat a and bunch the of cheese meat. <laughs> on the on the on the granite. Yeah, on There's, the granite. Yeah, and fruit. And fruit. And you eat uh, from the table. And then Andy wanted to go eat it, and I was like, bro. <laughs> How many people's hands touched that? Because there was no utensils. <laughs> I was like, that is E. coli salmonella poisoning just waiting to happen. If you're on our uh, Facebook page, um, our, my personal Facebook page, uh, there's a couple of pictures. You'll see the, yes. the large amount of people that were there that were quite possibly putting their fingers all over the cheese <laughs> most definitely put their fingers all over the cheese <laughs> all right so i just wanted to understand that a little bit better Let's see did anybody have any ideas are they still on the dog stuff uh andy <laughs> don't worry so much maybe it was just to give you an opportunity to reflect on how your lens has changed oh. there's that too Good evening, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Nice to see you. And she says this cute couple's giggling again. Who are you referring to? <laughs> ew. Ew. It was, yeah. Yvonne, it was really ew. It was. I had a couple of the nuts on the table, but I regretted it after. I always like it when we go to these things that have, uh, you know, it's free alcohol. Right. So you go up to the bar and then you and then we say, oh, we'll have um, uh, sparkling water. And, the, and they go, with what? And go nothing, just sparkling. <laughs> and they go, wait a minute, sparkling. You just want sparkling water? <laughs> like they almost argue with you. Like you sure at you a, want a at a vodka free, at a free hosted bar? <laughs> yep, that's us. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Carrie's like the granite table charcuterie board. It actually, yes. Carrie wasn't a table. It was the countertop. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine somebody came into your kitchen and laid a whole bunch of meat out on on the counter. Like between where the stove is and the sink. That's what it was. It was funny. People sneezing, coughing. Walking by, bumping <laughs> into it. Yeah, there was that. So then Saturday. I, I picked was the cheese on the farthest side. Over. Of the, not yeah. on the edge. I, I reached over. That was clever. Yeah. Clever thinking on your part. It was early. It was before everybody got there. It was at the very end. Oh, was it? <laughs> Before we left. It's at 9.30. I wanted to believe that it was It was early. half massacred already. <laughs> so then uh, we went to Mariama's on Friday. Yes. And uh, a lot of new people at Mariama's. Mariama's a, is a friend of ours who has a, hosts a home church in Costa Mesa. Yes. And um, you go a lot more often than I do. Um and that's not no for no particular reason. I usually am doing something with the kids and, yes. and, and can't get there. Um, but uh, every time I go there, there's different people. Every time. A house full of different people. Yeah, they're like, packed. And it's so interesting 
that that's the phenomenon because it's as if everybody passes through, gets a blessing and then goes about their way. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of regulars, there's a couple of regulars, but for the most part, it's different people. And, um, Stan Frisbee, who is, um, uh, Lonnie Lonnie. Frisbee's, uh, uh, older, older brother, younger brother, older brother, older brother, um, is there and he was teaching. Yes. And, uh, there was the, the time towards the end when everybody stands up and we hold hands or pray and, uh, they begin to pray over people and, uh, Stan gave a hip check to the worship <laughs> singer and he hit the ground and <laughs> 90 miles an hour. That, yeah. It just flopped on the ground. There's like some, it's just a different vibe. Yes. And I, and I've still, as much, what has it been two years now that we've been going there, maybe a year and a yes. half. I just, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't wrap my head around people. They, they fall down. These people <laughs> fall down. Women are falling down. They're crying. You got people shaking. You got people laughing hysterically. Not like us. We, we laugh at appropriate stuff. Like we laugh at ourselves. They just start, uh, what do they call it? Holy spirit laughter. Yeah. Holy spirit laughter or something like that. Um, it, you like that. <laughs> I find it amusing. <laughs> I just like the I just like the spirit moving. Yeah. And so it's just kind of I like the adventure of not knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. Uh same like with our home church. I yeah, I just like watching the spirit move in people's lives in, in new ways and to move in my life in a new way. Have you guys gone to a church where um they lay hands on foreheads and people fall? Pentecostal would Pentecostal. Have do you guys do go to a home church where this happens? But because it Mary Alms was my first experience of any. No, it wasn't. wasn't. But that was like not intended. Oh my gosh, Nogs, you are so right. Yeah. But I I was. That's how you met Jesus. But it seems so different. No. That was crazier because people fell down. You you saw demonic deliverances. Yes. I'm seeing people at Mary Alms fall down with the Holy Spirit. Right. Not a demonic. Well, no. Yeah, actually, you should come to the church I go to for the deliverance <laughs> ones. Whoa, that one's a trip. How, now, I, we hear this controversy that, you know, you got Calvary, um, Calvary Chapel in Costa Mesa, the original Jesus movement area, and then all these churches kind of filter out. And then there was some controversy how Vineyard started and some other things. And, and part of that controversy is that thing, right? The Yes the operating in the gifts operating in the gifts it was the it was a break between lonnie and chuck chuck smith right chuck smith. um which which do you, do you ever think about because i always think i wish i would have been there and i heard about it. i remember now hearing back in the day like i'm going to this church in, in i've heard chuck smith name mentioned sure. even before i was um a christian but um now I go, gosh, I just wish now that when somebody had invited me back then, I'm pretty sure at least one of my sister, I think, went, if I remember correctly. Um, I go, now I wish I would have gone and seen that. Do you think, do you know how you would have responded? Would you have gone the way of Lonnie Frisbee or the way of, uh, you know, staying with Chuck Smith? Or how do you think you would have responded back in those days in your bell bottoms and, wow. and heart dress, heart who, dress, who flower dress? Who knows? Yeah. Because I even now, I oscillate between the two. Yeah. I like them all. 
um, I don't like to be put in a box. No. I don't, and I don't believe the Holy Spirit can be put in a box. True. Um, I just don't like it to get, I don't like it to get so boring that I fall asleep. And I don't like it to be so crazy <laughs> that I don't know what's happening. <laughs> that, that it's unbiblical. You know, I think both extremes are terrible. Yes. Right? So. You know, sleep. It's so bad. It's so hard going to church when you're sleepy. Right? And they go, oh, I just, I, I just can't keep my eyes open. We want to go up and see you. Uh, okay. So, uh, Slane, Carrie says, yeah, I would run. She's not a fan of the Pentecostal. Uh, Dr. K says, poor muscle tone. <laughs> nope. That wasn't that either. Uh, Kay, uh, I know, uh, Dr. K's feelings on this topic, but she says, if she thinks it's not Holy Spirit laughing, it's, um, demonic. Uh. Um, I know, I, I know in some examples, especially ones that I've experienced myself, you've experienced as well, that they're not fake. They're not demonic. Um, some of them can be a demonic oppression, but I myself have personally dropped, um, have been slain by the spirit and dropped and like literally wish I could have not dropped, wish I had my body not to, not to have happened and actually have been on the ground and cannot wake up. Like I hear everything that's happening. I know people are standing over me, but I can't get my body out of the spiritual experience that's happening. Mm. And I hear all kinds of things sometimes from the Lord. And then my body wakes up, but gets out of it. Wow. Um, they keep pushing on my forehead to try to get me to, <laughs> to do something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not having it at all, which is fine too. <laughs> and for all the ladies and people that are watching that don't like it, don't want it. That's fine too. I have no problem with that. I, I, there's no, um, I, I don't know. I just don't think we should put our religion in a box, in a box that you force somebody else to sit in. Now I'm not saying that something does not occur. So, you know, I, I, as you know, I'm, I'm a little bit honest to a fault on this, <laughs> on this show, but um, when uh, the gentleman who was praying over me between uh, Kenny and the other man mm -hmm. who were uh, praying over me, I mean, it, it's, it's fantastic. It's great. It's it's a very moving prayer. They happen to know. You felt the they happen to right? say things that there's no way that they. I go. How do you know? Yes. That this is exactly about, uh, like how is sleep, this possible? My yeah. neck. <laughs> yeah. I so. mean, they were clearly prophetic. Like literally, the man was praying over me that you need to sleep, and and the only person who knows I need to sleep is Andy. And so there's this um, thing that he's praying over me about um, the father's love. The father's love being on me being he goes you know he goes once you go. and i felt you ever uh, many of you go to the dentist where they put this uh, lead uh, vest or thing over on top of you when you're getting x-rays yes and uh, that lead blanket a, yeah it, and it all of a sudden i felt like that was on me and then the next thing and now this is kind of scary because i don't i don't know why but the middle of my palms felt it was painful and I don't, that made no sense. I've never had pain in the palms of my hand like that ever before. <laughs> and I, and I had nothing. And he said nothing about my palms. He said nothing. He just said, you feel know, God's but, love. But you know what the palm, what that symbolizes? 
I, I know, but I don't want to say it because it sounds like, why would I be? Because he wanted you to experience the father's love and sacrifice. But it hurt. Yeah, it you don't think it hurt pain. him? <laughs> but why? I go, I go, I kind of opened my eyes. I, 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 I thought he was poking my hand. He wasn't even touching me at the time. See, right there. Do you guys not believe in? And I guess he's go, making I, that I up. Go, I go, oh my God, I'm smell, feeling this like sharp pain, like a, a, but did you experience the do you see that juxtaposition of that overwhelming that lead blanket of love that that you feel and the pain that comes with the suffering yeah I, I, but it, i just walk like, away like, i mean that's that's jesus in a nutshell mm-hmm. right there i think that's another reason why i, I do it sparingly because it, it, it just it's too much for me to handle. Every time Andy goes, go, oh. he has a miraculous experience. And every time he's just like, okay, I'm not doing that again for another six months. I can't do it. I don't know why. Because it, it kind of freaks me out. Because yeah, for so many years, I watched this guy. I forget who it was on uh, Channel 5. I think it was in you know in Orange County, <clears throat> LA area, uh, that would be on the TV. And they, they were like hitting people on the forehead. And they would they would fall. And they would like, you know. <laughs> Go vibrate on the ground. I go, and I would just laugh at them. I go, but here I am experiencing very similar things. And it, it kind of, because I think so many years of me not understanding or believing. And, and the abuse of it. And so the abuse of it. Yes. And then there's the people who abuse it. Yes. Yes. So there's a lot back and forth, but the verdict is Just that, um, <laughs> you know, well, Carrie and Dr. Kate, they both um, would have preferred Pastor Chuck, and they actually did choose, and <laughs> Carrie did choose Pastor Chuck. <laughs> and Lisa's, uh, Dr. Kate's paying, praying for Lisa's children. Um, Kelly also wants to add her adult children. I'm going to write cool. that down so I don't forget. Kelly's children. Um, and... Pastor Chuck seemed very biblical. Yes, that was actually the split between them, going towards the gifts versus um, the word and uh, actually expository prayer. Expository. Chuck Smith wasn't as as um, eschatology as as Jack is, mm. but and and both sides tell the story now because Greg Laurie tells the Chuck Smith version of the story that um, they they there were explicit conversations that occurred because of this and the chuck smith i'm not said i'm not going to be one of those pentecostal kinds of churches we are going to teach the bible and um fair enough i think it, it was fair enough i think the vineyard led to an extraordinary move of god through thousands of people's lives and um yeah so uh so uh, Carrie says, I don't believe it's in the Bible. And Lisa brings up the scripture that upon the Holy Spirit, um, how Jesus tells the disciples after the Holy Spirit comes upon them, they will have power. Um, and I agree, Lisa, that that scripture tells us about um, being slain because when the Holy Spirit does come across people, it can manifest itself. That power can knock you out. It's like being electrocuted. Um, so, uh, but Carrie does not agree with that interpretation. She said it was talking about slain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gary says Krav Maga can lay you out. Yes, <laughs> that can lay you out too. At Hetty at Andy's. At Hetty at Andy's second home church, Lisa saying, I think we came pretty close. I was there and I felt 
much going through my body to tell the rest would take too long. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard um, to explain unless you've experienced it. And and so I'm I'm comfortable enough having experienced it enough to know um, that the gifts are real and the gifts continue to exist. And whatever happened in Jesus's time, he says, the things that I have done, you will do more. And I believe that's still happening today. So, and everybody is entitled to their own opinions. Respect and love everybody's opinion. Yeah. Uh, Lisa says, I've had a few supernatural experiences with God saving my life and it's overwhelming. Strange, but what a blessing. Mm -hmm. uh, amen. <laughs> I don't like Greg Laurie either. Something is off. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, I, I listen to them, and but there's I, I sense that there's maybe a little ego there from time to time. Yeah, so it happens for sure when you have when you get so lot. big. Um, so yesterday, I'm gonna skip ahead. <laughs> okay. Yesterday, we're at Calvary Chapel, East Anaheim, <laughs> and uh, we had a very busy day. We went to yes. the newcomers' uh, luncheon, yes, which is fantastic, great food, so much fun, yeah. I saw friends that, that I worked with Anaheim Police Department. So that John was a Harrington. new police officer. I mean, that was somebody you hadn't seen before because I, I feel yeah. like you referred a couple of Anaheim PD guys to me, but this was a new one. This is John okay. Harrodin, who was my lieutenant, one of the best guys I worked for. He was awesome. I think I told a story once where he was going to the bathroom in the hallway and he had his, he, he was holding, he was going to the bathroom and he, his pants started to fall down and he grabbed his pants and fired his gun and shot a hole in the Oh, urinal. that was him. That was him. Oh. I wanted you to meet him, but you were in a pretty deep conversation with Josh. With Josh, so I didn't. Uh, there'll be another time. I, I was going to say this is the guy <laughs> who shot a urinal in the hallway. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Kyle, he's the one. I finally went up to him and said, "I work with you now." And he goes, "Andy." And then we recognize each other. And so there's a bunch of that going on. So then from that point, I mean, it was we had a rush. Over. It was awesome, and we're all happy. And Hedia goes, "Okay, it's time for our next class." And I go, where is it? And she goes, it's upstairs. And I said, okay. So I meet her upstairs. She's already got a seat for us up there. And, uh, and we sit down in the middle of this class of about 30 people. So we're in the middle. We're a little bit late. And um, he's talking and we're both going, this just seems, and he's a very serious older man. He's like in his late seventies, eighties, maybe. Yeah. You know? And he's teaching the Bible, teaching about the Bible. And, and obviously we were in church. So it, 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 the classes are all about the Bible, but it didn't sound like it was the Bible class we were supposed to be in, right. which was the old Testament. He was giving a broad overview of the Bible. So yeah. I kept thinking something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And then you keep, you keep talking and I'm trying to pay attention. <laughs> and she's like, going, but and she's like looking down and she's going, and she's looking, making this face. And, and I'm, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> i'm trying to keep a lid on everything and the teacher looks at us no 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 that's because oh. i started giggling and then she starts giggling shocking right <laughs> you see i'm the one she starts giggling in the middle of he's very serious teaching about the bible and he's really into what he's teaching and she he looks up and looks right at hetty and says did i say something funny <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I, I went right back to second grade. Oh, I almost peed my pants. Uh, me too. <laughs> I go, oh, and I panicked, and I, and I, and I was like, going, I've never been so scared she's in my laughing. whole adult life. Yes. 
<laughs> I I really do not remember an awkward moment like that since oh, high school. In the classroom, and everybody you can hear everybody all the tables turn and, and look all at, of them turn to look at us. Even the people in front of us turned around <laughs> and, and the why are you disturbing this class? He goes, No, really. Did I say something funny? And then he goes, We're we're in the wrong class. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness so i started to explain and i was stuttering and i was like see see we were late we were at the newcomers breakfast and we walked in and i i saw everybody's textbook and i thought it was strange that it wasn't the same textbook and so he's like well then you should probably leave then <laughs> mind you the whole room is turned to look at us. This is we're 10 minutes in at this point. Nobody's learning anything because of Andy and Edia. Then he tells us to get up and leave. And we're like collecting our belongings. Yeah. We got our books and pens and papers. <laughs> and we're we're got, everybody's like waiting. Yeah, everybody's with it's their like, arms crossed. <laughs> and they're and they're chittering to one another. They're going. People. Oh no! And we're supposedly now we have a community group. <laughs> we're supposed to be respectable members of the church. We're brand new. <laughs> we're brand new. And and uh, and then from where we were sitting, we had a shimmy <laughs> between the other people that were sitting there to a hallway. The hallway was thirty feet. <laughs> Yeah. And we're shuffling with our books and I'm getting her purse and and we're like walking out and it was like the walk of shame. Oh, you know, when you're not no. a Christian that you're leaving somebody's home with your hair all messed oh, up. Oh goodness gracious. <laughs> we shuffled out of the class. We was... were so embarrassed we couldn't actually go to the real class that we were supposed to. We just no. go, you know, we're like we just gotta go home. Yeah, let's go home and let's just lick our wounds. Lick our wounds. <laughs> we get an email today to the entire class of the class we were supposed to be in however many 35 people that did not hear about the story you know there's only one person in that class our dear friends that knew that story but then we get an email to the class that says i hear some of you got lost <laughs> i was thinking to myself oh no not only do we mess up the first class, but uh, our existing class now thinks we're a bunch of yeah. morons. Well, now when we show up next Sunday, like, are you guys the ones yeah. that got well, lost? Well, we're the only ones that are going to be new. Right. They go, oh, you're the ones that got lost and got in trouble. Right. Exactly. That's us. <sighs> I imagine this this instructor is going to go to Pastor Bob and say, oh, man. I these had, two? I had these two people. <laughs> they're like a walking hurricane. <laughs> and then the problem we've had with Zara and the. Oh. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Maybe it was better that we were at a big church because you can get lost. <laughs> right? we, this is a little bit smaller. Right? We're, oh, my goodness. Now everybody's uh, up in our business. <laughs> <laughs> our picture's on their website. Shows. Right? They're going to go, oh, those are them. Those are them. Those, those are the those culprits. People. What if nobody, so we have, our first we have our first community church on Thursday. What if now nobody shows up? They go, no, they're going to think we're fun. <laughs> You think so? By the, by the time they hear the story, they'll be like, they're hellraisers, those two. Be careful. Be careful. We are, you were laughing. I was going to say, we. you were laughing during a Bible, uh, a real Bible discussion. But there's nothing wrong with laughing. 
says that we should turn our laughter into mourning, God says. And then we can't remember if it's Psalms or Proverbs, but there's really? still a reference to laughing. Lisa thinks not we should negative. tell Pastor Jack about our story. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, Dr. K says, what if that man and his wife have a podcast? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, oh, yeah, God. no. Dr. K, he for sure was a professor at some point in his life because mm-hmm. he was kind of like, you know, I'm just going through the material. I mean, he was serious, but not, I mean, it wasn't that intense, but when it turned to oh, we were falling asleep too. Yeah. When we it were. came to scolding us, man, it turned into oh, like got- uh, the Catholic priest with a ruler, yeah. like the nuns. It felt like that we were suddenly going to get in with a ruler. Yeah. He's one of those speakers traumatic. that says, um, and huh, I'll like every other sentence or every other word. And so we were dozing off as it was. <laughs> but Between the laughing when it came and the to, when it came, when it came to, is there something funny? He all of a sudden got very clear in his words. Very clear. Very clearly enunciated. Oh, that was something else, Schnooks. I almost said I wasn't with you. I go, I don't know who this woman <laughs> so, is. I, you wouldn't have been able to get away with that. I go, yeah, yeah, what are you laughing at? I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to listen to this fine man's teachings. I was laughing in your ear, so there's no way you would have gotten gotten away with that. Oh goodness grief! So yeah, so there was all kinds of escapades this week. Folks. Oh my gosh! And just last night, we were so blessed to have the kids over for dinner and celebrated Zara's birthday. And yes, uh, they were all here. They hung out. They laughed. Um, all sitting on the same couch, which is always awesome. Yeah, we love seeing that. It's one of our favorite things to do. Favorite things? Favorite things. Yeah. Yes. Favorite things. <laughs> things. Should we lay on this plane? Yeah, we should land this plane. Okay. So. <laughs> Lisa's, we made our mark. Right, yes. <laughs> not the kind of mark we want to. Yeah, not the kind we were hoping for. But nonetheless, uh, we're oh, going to pray. Wait, wait, for- really quick. We got one more thing. We have, a, we have celebrities joining our class on Thursdays. The worship leaders' parents yes. are in our are in our class. I sat down next to a lovely woman uh, one Wednesday night when Andy wasn't with me. And I was like, hi. And we just instantly clicked. I was like, you know, I'm hosting this community group. I'm new at the church and so excited, but I'm a little scared because nobody's coming. And she's like, oh, I'm sure people will join. And then later the next week I meet her. Uh, so then she tells me at the end that her, she's the mom, uh, they're the mom and the dad of our worship leader, Casey. And I was like, oh, my God, really? She's like, yeah. She's like, we'll join your group. And I was like, what? I thought she was being like, like polite. Oh, don't worry. We'll join your group. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Ha ha. Thank you. And they joined. Yes. Yeah. So we're with the cool kids. Really, really sweet people. So I look forward to learning from them and getting to know them better. So we're we're super excited. What if that was the guy that was teaching our classes, like their best friend? (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're going to have to apologize. Yeah. We'll have to find him one day. And yeah. I mean, I, th- I think we were pretty gracious. He lined up after he kicked us out. Yeah. When he saw us leaving. Right. He seemed to be <laughs> a little bit lighter. All right. Now, that's it. I just wanted to share that story. Okay. You better behave, Schnugs. Yeah, I'm trying. Dr. K said. Is it? <laughs> no, she said, y'all better behave. <laughs> y'all. Y'all. I was perfectly fine. She's the one who got us kicked out. I literally, that's the story of my life in high school and college, actually. If I wasn't asleep, I was <laughs> making noise. <laughs> I don't do well in classroom mm. settings. 
Oh, Lord, be exalted in our lives. Okay, we're going to pray. We're going to pray for our prodigal children. We're going to pray for salvation. Ah, good health. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for the joy of the Lord for which um, there is no comparison. We're so grateful to to know you, to have you, to love you, um, to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice for you no longer desire the blood of goats and sheep, Lord. You don't want dead sacrifices. You ask for living sacrifices. And um, that's what we offer, Lord. Um, May you be exalted. May you be exalted in our lives and the lives of our children, Lord. For those of our, those of us whose children do not yet know you, Lord, um, speak in their ear, whisper, send the Holy Spirit, send them visions and dreams, Lord. You said in the last days our young men will dream dreams and our old men will have visions. Lord, please um, send them to our children. Uh, we ask for them to follow you, to hear your voice, to know your, to know you, to. Receive the Holy Spirit, Lord. Um, that is our desire for Lisa's children, for Kelly's children, for me and Andy's children, for all of our children, Lord. We ask that um, they be endowed with the Holy Spirit and believe unto you, Lord, and repent. Um, we also ask for good health, Lord, for all of our um, friends and family members that are suffering from disease and illness. We ask for a healing, for a restoration that um, you, Jehovah Rapha, that you bring healing and cure to their illnesses that you give the doctors wisdom to know what they need and um, their bodies the ability to supernaturally heal lord and to be restored for complete healing and restoration lord <clears throat> we're so grateful for all that you do in and through us lord and we're grateful that all good things that emanate from us are from you lord that you are the true vine and we are the branches and we cannot bear fruit outside of you lord uh, we look forward to all that you're going to do in and through our lives, Lord, and we're so grateful to be the family of believers. We love you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we ask for all things. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends, we love you guys. Love ya. Oh, they're saying happy birthday. Happy Zara. birthday. Thank you. Happy anniversary. And we, happy anniversary. We didn't have our anniversary. We missed that part. Um, wait, uh, Lisa was asking what made us actually burst out laughing. It was the discovery that we were in the wrong class. And that we couldn't get out because we were, yes. and we were trying to figure out how we could leave. Yes. And then, and then he, she, she goes, he tells us to get out. <laughs> uh, and you didn't like laugh out loud. I don't want to make, no, I know. I, I wasn't like cackling. No. You were just kind of like smiling. I was and just like, like going, giggling. Yeah, like I was giggling. Like <laughs> I was whispering, Andy, we're in the wrong class. Yeah, y'all uh, are funny. All right, my friends, we love you guys. Thank you for putting up with our shenanigans. Thank you. God, God bless. bless. Take care. Bye.